special episode. Is it? For a couple reasons. Mm. One, we're together. Always, always special. Back together again. Get out of there. <laughs> we're back together again. It's funny when I do it. Damn it. <laughs> Another reason it is special is because of the movie we'll be talking about. The today. film. The fine film. I should I apologize. Yes. So uh, we've been talking about doing this film for a long time, really since the inception of the show. Because uh, the show started with us comparing our top 10 favorite, ep our favorite movies mm -hmm. with one another. Uh, my high quality, tasteful selection. God is building out there the chapel. And you sit here feeling sorry for yourself because you are not him. And yours. <laughs> and Tremors, speaking of high quality and tasteful. I'm shocked. Narrowly misses my top 10. Where do you put it? Oh, I don't know. It's like in the 11 to 15. I love it. I love Tremors. Not enough. And I've always wanted to. No, it's true. Uh, I've always wanted to talk about it, and I think it's super fun. And then finding out, the, like, so many films, you've never seen it. Yes. That makes it. <laughs> Just leave me alone. No, I'm never going to stop calling attention to it. Uh, I think that makes it tremendously fun. And I'm genuinely curious what you thought. Is that, should we just start there? Let's break, break right in. I just watched it minutes ago. For the first time. He was sitting here on the hotel bed. Legitimately. Yeah. So it's fresh. It's fresh for me. California King, one bed. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's a, a twin. <laughs> it's a twin. <laughs> we go to hotels and request bunks. Do you guys have bunk beds? Dude, what are, where's your bunk bed policy? You don't need permission from us to build bunk beds. You're adults. You can do what you want. So... Oh, I need a square set, a TV set, and a Nintendo 64. <laughs> yes. If it has race car wheels on the bottom, that's optional. Yeah. That's optional. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> you Tremors. just watched Tremors. Tremors. This is a movie that makes me wish movies were made this way now. Is the highest compliment I think I could pay this film. Mm. I mean that as a compliment. Yeah. I think it's a it's really fun. It's it's a little scary. It's funny at times. Yeah, it's funny. The performances are are, are great. The performances are having a good time, but not like to the point where it detracts from. Like they're they're in character, but like to the edge, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. It's just the story's what it needs to be. Like it it executes. I don't want to say it executes on all levels because it's not a perfect film. It's not like the greatest film ever made. Almost. Uh, but it's it's like exactly what it needs to be. And when people talk about films, I keep picking on all of the Warner Brother films, but those films that like turn your brain off and just have fun and don't overthink it and that kind of thing. That's what this movie, it, like at its, it's, it's the best version of that type of movie or one of the best versions of that type of movie. And I mean that as a real compliment. Yeah. So. We accept your compliment. As a, <laughs> as a people. As a people, yes. we accept. But I just saw this movie 30 seconds ago. I just finished it. Yeah. You've seen this movie, I assume, when it came out or close to when it came out? Yeah, I actually have strange, like, really early memories of, of Tremors, and it was me sneaking out into the family, like, family room. Yeah. When I was probably about, I, I guess if the film came out in 90, it had to have been when I was, like, six. And I remember my dad watching it and laughing a lot in the other room. And, like, he, like 
like liking it a lot. So I was intrigued. I knew I wasn't allowed to be in there. So I like crept in and peeked around the corner and I caught like the very end where like literally the very end yeah. where one of the the slug flies off the, the cliff and it explodes and I was scarred. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is the gross. I, I shouldn't have seen this. Yeah. Like I, this is why kids aren't allowed to watch like grown up <laughs> movies. That was so disgusting. What did I just watch? And it was really terrifying, but it was also really intriguing. And so, and then I remember asking my dad about it and him being like, "Eh, that movie's a lot of fun. Like, uh, Tremors, that's a good time. Like, and and 1990 still being early enough where like, this is almost a family movie. Like, so there's, so it's an, it was culturally, it was enough of still almost a family movie back then that my dad was like, you you see it in a couple of years. Yeah. And so I think he rented it for me when I was probably like eight or nine. And then I was, I just fell in love with it. Yeah. Uh, I, there's so much to love, but just as a kid was like the, 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 the scariness, but then like the really clever profanity. What the shit? Like the fun way these people interacted. I'm a victim of circumstance. I thought you'd call it your pecker. It felt very like, oh, these are all like grownups. Yeah. Like like real people grownups. Like Fred Ward always kind of reminded me of my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there was just- Probably on purpose. That's the, I think that's his role, the <laughs> yeah. paternal yes, role of yes. that film. So it's, it was just a great time and I've watched it, you know. I, I, during my 20s, I probably watched it six times a year. Yeah. And then now I'll put it on every year or two and really enjoy it and, and sing its praises to whoever will listen. <laughs> no one. <laughs> I'm forced to, but you know, the I, I think it's interesting. You just touched on the it's a movie for kids, and it's kind not a movie of. for kids, but it's a movie. It's that it's it's such an interesting. Like I can't even articulate it, but it's this like perfect sweet spot. It's a movie for '80s kids. If like that's a movie, kid. If if my daughter was like at that age, you don't like push her into it. But if you if she does watch it, you're not like oh fuck yeah like, she's ruined she's she shouldn't have seen that it's like that's like the perfect that's like taking the training wheels off mm-hmm. of, of of a film and that's another type of it's another example of a type of film that does just doesn't I don't think exists anymore where oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's all neutered and completely family friendly yeah or, it does not pander to children while still being. Really like, appealing. Appealing, yeah. like uh, kids can get, like, and feel like mature. Yes. Like, I'm growing up now. Yeah. And it's that sweet spot. Yeah. Where it's, where if it's done today, it's either hard R or a cartoon. Slipping on banana peels. Y- yeah, where it's just like nuts. This is a nice sweet spot in a couple different ways. Yeah. And which is interesting, which is really interesting. We're, we're, we're starting in an interesting place because it's one of my criticisms of the film now. On my most recent rewatch. What uh, is? Something adjacent to this, which okay. is there are several points of the film where it's very obvious that they dubbed it to remove profanity later. So he says Mother Humpers. Yep. Be advised, however, there are two more. Repeat, two more Mother Humpers. And there's uh, an, there's one other really obvious fuck was removed. Can you fly, you sucker? And, and I, I don't know how I never really noticed that stuff because I'm really sensitive to that stuff normally. And so I hate when films do that. Like you made an R-rated movie and then the, you, they made you pull it back. And in an article I just read, the director and the writers were really happy that they decided to do that. Because they said it, they made it more of like a family, a, a kind of film that families can watch. Yeah. And that helped it in so many ways and has helped build its 
longevity and its cult classic uh, status. And so I guess you take the bad with the good. I hate to hear it because it gives studios like, see, we yeah, need to this neuter. This is like one example. We, it's successful. It's cult. Like we need to bring everything yeah. down and, and wash it down. And well, and the irony was the film wasn't even successful right. out of the gate. So like it didn't <laughs> right. really it make a huge difference. But I'm sure it, it helped uh, the the VHS. Yeah. sales and, and rental yeah. surge when people were like, oh yeah, you kids can see that. With over $15 million at the box office, it's bound to be a monster hit on video. Get ready for Tremors. Like, we're, that's how we started this episode, is talking about how, like, it's this really special, like, treading that line. Yeah. And so, it, clearly, they made the right decision, even, but, but then they should have shot it like that, so no one's saying mother humpers yeah. with their voice, with their mouth <laughs> yeah. doing the. Uh, so it was released that way. That wasn't like it yes. was released with the f bombs in it, and then they and then they shot like, it. They shot it with all the f bombs, and then the MPAA was like, "Oh, this is our." And, and then like, they said, mm, "We'll scale it back to just that one all-time great <laughs> f bomb." My favorite use of "fuck you" of all time. Like it's great. Kevin Kevin Bacon. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk about him. He does. He, he has so much great stuff. It's so many great profanity line delivers in this film. What the hell's going on? I mean, what the hell is going on? There's too much son of a bitch. There's too much. I think it's like if you had a drinking game. Son of bitches. Little son of a bitches. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> By act Every two, time you're somebody fucked says up. Bitch, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they say a lot. It just it, and I like it, but it's it's a lot. A goddamn bitch. Pardon my French. Shit. They say almost everything. Like they use bastard in there some good times. Yeah. They they, they really go for it. We run like goddamn bastards. Uh, pardon my French. They do, and I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like the energy. I like the energy of the film. One of the best lines is Fred Ward says something like. We That's like the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's like a layer of deeper. You know, like it's funny it's, yeah. it's, and it's, it's yeah. blasphemous, which I like. I really like that, that yeah. kind of humor. Yeah, yeah. It's subtle. Yeah. It's subtle. And, and character yes. develop it. You know, yes. like you, you get like insight. Yeah, you yeah. get insight into these characters. Yeah. I do think you get, to, I mean, here's where I'll go next because you talked about Kevin Bacon. I do think another strength of the film, the world seems lived in. Yes. They, and I think that's because of the characters. And I think it's the performances. I think they do such a good job welcoming the audience into their world. Yes. And maybe it's a lot to do with the writing. Maybe the writing's part of it as well. The writing's very good. But uh, the their performances feels like you know these people very quickly. Yeah. And the dialogue that they say, how they say things, the the, the words they use, the, the misphrases and like, yeah. you know, inside language for them like all bleeds to a consistent direction yeah which it's 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 not just like a clever one-liner for this of a writer being like you know what's funny we're gonna put this line in here yeah, yeah. it's very purposeful throughout again i don't mean to i'm like over dramatizing it dramatizing 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 mm -hmm. what are you over dramatizing <laughs> i've lost my train of thought like, like how, of how elegant is? this is, of how no, like, but it is, but it is, but it's, it's yeah, to do like it does what it, that's what I'm saying, like it does what it needs to do. It's not like high art, yeah. It just does it intelligently. Yes, great. Yes, yeah. It's not entirely unlike, and I'm making this up in real time. 
But I feel like we had a similar conversation maybe about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. Mm -hmm. Same year, 1990. Uh, same kind of idea. Well, obviously that was a more kid targeted, but still not like pandering to children, not being really goofy and stupid and, yeah. and all the, I mean, there's a little bit of that. <laughs> but the fact that even like, let's say a film like this, which would be considered, like you said earlier, like kind of one of those turn off your brain movies today, yeah. just good, clean popcorn fun, yeah. go have some laughs and, and a couple thrills. Like back at that time, they still went through the motions to really take care of the writing, character development, yeah. having some sort of a story arc, even though your story is just like mysterious underground worm monsters are attacking people in a, in a deserted or a, a derelict town. Like, you're, there's still a lot of care being put in the craft of the film, yeah. and that's the stuff that really shines through and makes it so that people are talking about it 30 years later. Like, that's, it's really, really impressive. Uh, it's the reason I didn't hate it. Like, yeah. And not being attached to it as a kid, because yeah. I assume if it gets you early, you're locked in. Yeah. But I watch it now, and I go, yeah, that's, that's fun. Like, I, get, I go along with that ride yeah. because of exactly what you're saying. Well, you look at the first scene. I thought this on this most recent rewatch. The way they introduce Val and Earl where they're out in the, the prairie and they're sleeping in the back of the truck and he does the stampede thing and they're arguing about who's gonna make breakfast. All that's over the opening credits. By the time the opening credits are done, you know both of these characters, you completely understand their dynamic and you really like both of them. Mm -hmm. Minute and a half, two minutes, like that's a wrap guys. Like, like when's the last time I, like, I know a broken record about new films. There's still well, new films old. that come out that are great. There's still new films that'll come out that are great, but a movie like this, like imagine like a, a summer monster movie coming out today. Do you think that there'd be two minutes in that film that you're like, oh, I understand, I love it, I'm in. No. Without, that's not totally force feeding, trying super hard. Yeah. The dialogue is realistic. They're joking and genuinely funny. I ask you. There's a job for intelligent men. Well, show me one, I'll ask him. And then, and then they go meet the, the girl. And then you learn more about their characters in, in that right away. Okay, Val chases stupid women. Uh, Fred Ward Earl is, uh, you know, kind of this father figure to him, wanting what's best for him, looking out for him. You find out about his type. He's shallow. He's superficial. They meet this girl. And then in the, a minute of her being on screen, you're like, okay, I understand her. She's kind of nerdy, but she's sweet. Uh, you know, just all that stuff. And you're like, okay, I get these three main characters right away. Mm -hmm. Now people start dying, but I'm invested. I care because these people are awesome. Yeah. I haven't seen that in years. The, I, I get again, I hate to, 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 to continue to be the old man that I am, but I'm an old man. So we are who we are. You got to deal with it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> my stars uh, I think about movies when, we, when you force me to watch these relics I, I think about okay how is this movie done today I don't know why but my mind would always go what's the equivalent of today this movie today starts with the, the worm coming out of a hole a big bloody gory scene if they're going to take it in that direction it's going to be for kids it'll be obviously more toned down but yeah. it's going to be a big impactful like that's the monster it's coming to get you this is what we have to focus on this is what you're afraid of this this is it it's yeah. going to be more focused on that yeah and hooking you with gore or fear rather than story and, and human connection and, and character development that's the best thing about this film i think i think there's a lot of really great things and i think the best thing if you had to pick one is that it is so character focused it's not monster focused right you don't even know where these monsters come from you don't give any backstory couple couple loose 
hypotheses, Hypo- but that's yeah, more yeah. in service of their characters that are giving those hypotheses. Like, what, what tells more about them. Yeah. Be a snake. Some kind of mutation. The whole movie is focused on character, character, character. And so, as a viewer, you are locked into them and you're paying attention to their stories. And you're just, like I'll say again, you're just invested in what is happening to these people that you like. And not the, the, the CGI details of whatever, where these worms come from. Or yeah, like it just it's not the spectacle it doesn't of matter. the worm. Yeah. It doesn't matter where they came from. That's what, if I walked into Warner Brothers and I pitched this film, they're gonna be like, great, how are we gonna do this worm? Like what's that? Yeah. The spectacle becomes the story in today's world. And in the old days, <laughs> in the good times, <laughs> The, the main characters were the story, the, yeah. the relationships that, that they built, the story, the, their journey, their arc, how the characters grow over these three acts, the lesson that they learn, how they are better for going through this journey. That's the investment, rooting for your heroes. Yes. You don't want to just see a bug get destroyed because, man, that's, that's fucking cool, That bro. was really cool. That was so cool. It was yeah. so awesome to see, like, at the end when they exploded and, it, and it, everywhere's covered and... That's what people go to see movies for, and that's what studios shove down our throats, and that that's, makes me sad. It makes me sad. Well, an irony there is, is like you get that in Tremors to an extent eventually, but it takes a while. Sure. Because then it it, it all means more by okay. waiting. It's yeah. it's the same Jaws kind of theory where you don't see it until the end. You see these monsters throughout, but then the other irony. Not throughout. They do build to it. A yes, little bit. absolutely. Yes, because at first you only see the tentacle, or at first you don't yeah. see him at all. You then see you that, see the tentacles, the and yeah, then you see the, that. The shot, like which yeah. I want to talk about the director yeah. in a second too. But. Well, then once you do see them, they are feats of engineering. And that makes them more yeah. interesting. Like that, like you can picture the tremor, one of those creatures, so clearly with the design. And I've watched, you know, like behind the scenes documentaries and stuff. And that they like they get a guy inside this uh, this phallic suit, and then they bury him alive for like up to an hour in these trenches that they've dug, so that he can like yank up with it. And then they're engineering all the slime and the all the and it's like that that that's the movie magic. Like that's people go to see movies to see things that you can't otherwise see. But when you go see in the movie, it's all just CGI. You can see that in a video game. You can see that in anything. Else. Like it's not magical. It doesn't make you. It doesn't inspire any uh, curiosity or you know. I just I guess same old point. Yeah, we've we've said this many times. But you're I, but you guys still aren't listening. So I will continue <laughs> to repeat myself. I agree. I agree. I, even though again for me on this on my only watch in 2023, it's not it's not like perfect. I'm not. It it takes a little bit away from from it a little bit, but. I'm so invested in everything else that I go. I'm I'm here for the journey. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah. sold me on the journey, and I'm glad to go along with it. And that's all I could ask from any movie. For sure. Just take me along with you. Don't lose me at at, at easy checkpoints where it's yeah. like, oh, this doesn't matter to anyone. I'll forgive at you. At least you're trying. Yeah, because that that's an interesting point. Is like if 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 your special effects have moments of weakness, let's yeah. say whatever your film is, would you rather those moments of weakness are the way they are in Tremors or the way they are 
in the Gray Man, where Ryan Gosling's don't, coming well, out of the sky. Don't come, don't. No, but you know that's bad CGI. You've, we've, we've agreed on that point. And what the 160 cameras does for us is make a photogrammetry per frame mesh of Ryan's entire body and his face. Which basically photo reel captures Ryan's face and allows us to put that on a digi-double as he's falling through the air. So you're really seeing Ryan's face. I agree on nothing. <laughs> like that is awful. That's awful. I so would, wouldn't you rather, oh, at least I can see what they were like. I'm gonna agree with the general point you're trying to make, not your specific example. Because the gray man. <laughs> the gray man is the hill I will defend. Yeah. It's like, it's one. the best film of the year. <laughs> it's one of the better action films of, of this generation. Mm. Uh, and that's saying poorly about this generation of, mm. of action films. That's neat, that's not what we're talking about at this at this moment in time. But I would, I would take, because they're tr because that is effort. I know, I can imagine, I don't know 100%, but I can imagine the effort that you're that you're describing. Putting them to, you know, maybe it takes three guys to operate that one thing. We got to big, dig 12-foot trenches to make this work. Like, the effort that it takes to put this on. I felt the same way, and I didn't love this film, uh, Last of the Mohicans. Mm -hmm. I, I just the first film that popped in my head when we were talking about it. I didn't love the film, but the fucking scope of it from a filmmaking center, I'm like, Jesus, my, my yeah, hat is off to you. a thousand people out a here. a thousand people and all of these practical effects and practical explosions that you're timing out. Yeah. Perfect, like, the effort and the detail, the the precautions, like, everything that has to go into it to make that movie magic yeah. to, to me. Yeah. Like, that's amazing that that's just even done. Do you want to say anything about uh, Kevin Bacon while we we're talking about performances? and? I think Kevin Bacon does amazing. It's no, it's a, it's no secret that he was really disappointed in his agent and in his life uh, at this stage that he found himself working on a giant Worms Underground movie. After Footloose came out, I had a, a series of leading roles that just all bombed. Even my career was really like close to, to ending. We, in fact, did not know that he was nervous about the movie not sure at all he should, be, he should be doing a movie with rubber monsters. And then the movie comes out and it was kind of a failure. So it wasn't immediately yeah. rewarding, you know? But I think Kevin Bacon does a really great job. I think he really embodies this role with such, like for someone who is disappointed to be there, you never get that never vibe. Know, <laughs> like he, he's really invested, him and Fred Ward. Fred Ward is maybe my favorite part. I fucking love that character. He's just such a good time. Like he, he, so, he so epitomizes a certain type of man in the 1980s mm. that like I just reckon like I can I can smell him you know like I just remember him my dad or friends of my dad like these guys that come over and be kind of rugged and have the have the you know short beard and just like yeah winking at you and drinking a beer in the garage and just like these fucking you know like these titans of my youth <laughs> these titans. so I just love uh, I just love his warmth and energy what does he smell like Cigarettes. <laughs> <There's> a, like, <laughs> Hard. Easy. The cigarettes. Yeah. Whiskey? Cigarettes. More more like that, that, that like musky, like cigarettes and like. like Loose like, women? Yes. <laughs> yes. Don't matter. They're all the same. Dead weight. Ooh, a broken nail. That, exactly. You get it. You understand. Yeah. You, you had men like this in your life, too. <laughs> um, and so I just love, <laughs> I just, I just love everything about him. He's, uh. One of my favorite parts. And then I think it was really always fascinating to see Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre. I remember my dad making a really big deal about Reba McIntyre being in it and him being like, 
she's a, she's a big deal. Like <laughs> this movie's got Reba, Reba McIntyre. She was huge. You yeah, know, yeah. She, she's a, I, I was surprised. I was like, that's Reba McIntyre. Like, her it, first it role. Her first, that her was the first role I did. Yeah, another launched her acting portion of her career. Interesting. But she does great. And then she Michael Gross do really was well. the dad in Family Ties. Yeah. And that's the only thing anybody knew him as. He was sort of like, and he was like soft. What, this old thing? Oh, no, it's a great color for you. Well, I just grabbed the first thing in the closet, really. <laughs> and really like, like an intellectual, like old liberal guy. Like yeah. in that. You're a very sensitive, caring father and husband. Makes me want you even more. I see. And then in this, he's the complete opposite. And it's incredible. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, he's a, a great part. He's a good actor. Like, that is a mark of a good actor. Yeah. You nail a role. People know you as that, and you're like, nope, I flipped that switch, and because he's totally viable. Yeah. But them too. I think the ensemble nature of it, I yeah. think, works really hard. Your your two leads at the top are are great, but everybody underneath really supports everything and makes this town and world seem seem very real. So I, I think that's one of the best parts of the film. I agree. I'm a big Miguel guy. I like Miguel. I, I can. Uh, yeah. He's. I can. I chuckled a couple of times thinking about you liking him. I like him. I like him. <laughs> the way that uh, Fred Ward reminded me of like my dad's friends in the garage, uh, Miguel reminded me of like my uncle, mm. <laughs> like my great uncle. Like they're just to see it, to see it Christmases. This is like dressed exactly the same. I love it. You want to talk about things that I didn't like, or not even didn't like? The downsides. Nit nitpicks. Sure, things, sure. things that I think are I have a couple silly. Forever, I always said this was like a perfect film, and I meant that just for like in the for what it is. Van. Category, yeah. yeah, where it's like for what it is, this movie is perfect. And there's a couple things that I would, I would, I take very slight issue with now, but they're very slight, so I'll say it's very nearly perfect for what it is. Yeah, what I, are the things? That I think it's is? in that. Yeah, it's like for what it is is an A movie, a minus. Yeah, movie for what it is. Yes. I think the biggest, the biggest thing I like I, the consistency of like what the worm can do. Th throws me a, a little bit because it destroys everything except for a rock. Yeah. And houses, but it can eat cars. Well, it can kind of destroy houses. But like, it didn't. It it shakes them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I didn't. I just didn't understand why they like keep running into the house. The house breaks the tension for so much of the movie. It's like we gotta get back to that house. Even not even said like that, but it's like, it's we're cutting on the tension. We're back in the house. We're we're like dabbing the, the blood from the, the, the lady's knee. It's like, this is our safe space. They can't get us in. Why? It's wood. Yeah, but then they realize they can. But they don't. No, like, I know, I know. You know it's like, it's like, like the bug is in on the building of suspense. Right. Like they're <laughs> yeah, in on the, the joke. Yeah. We're like, okay, okay. First we're going to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're going to make them think we it's fine. The thing. And then we're going to bust through. To your, def to your defense, they do make a point of the bug like learning. That's true. So, to your point, maybe that was by design. Like, they, they're figuring it out. Yeah. I just don't understand why they're, like, when they destroy a car and it seems like they rip through everything, that thing went through cement. Like, it yeah. just didn't make it. Yeah. But this rickety, old, wooden, whatever, like, yeah, can't, yeah, like yeah. that are just like, how is this safe? Well, even the rock thing. Which made sense to me as a kid. It also doesn't make. It a makes lot of a sense. little less sense now because some of those rocks aren't that big. Like some of those ones I got on were large, sure, but like they took down that dozer, you know, because they like planted a trap. Like it seems like if if you can control, you could just go around underneath of that rock and at least make it sag into the ground. Yeah, there's things you can 
they, yeah, that, that just felt, that felt very convenient. Whatever they needed to happen at that, at that time needed to happen. The pole vaulting yeah. is another like very convenient. The pole vaulting. Oh, this is, these rocks are perfectly spread apart. There happens to be these perfectly shaped pole vaults here. Like why? And we're in the desert. Like I always wanted at least silly. one time when they plant the pole to at least see, at least show me the, the ground race. So that these things are like aware of what's happening. Because that's what I always wonder. Like, okay, he's tapping the stick and it comes right up. And now you're tapping it. And you're also trying to make the point that these worms are like pretty smart. Right. So like if, if you're getting, oh, pattern, pattern. <laughs> like one time, the last one should have like gotten Should like sink into, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nitpicky. Nitpicky. But yes. But the, there's a little inconsistency with, yeah. with that stuff. With that. I just want, that's the biggest thing with these fear-based movies is I need to know what, I'm afraid of and how. Yeah. Oh, the tension is building because they know that they can't do that or they can do that or yeah. they can smell you, they can see you, they can hear you, blah, blah, blah. How pissed, I'll ask you this, how pissed uh, are the creators of this film when uh, A Quiet Place is so successful? Because isn't that it much just parallel. kind of tremors without things going under? No, I have a hotter ground. take. I have a hotter take. Okay. But no. Spicy. I, I don't think so because I think what makes A Quiet Place special is the gimmick that most of the movie is silent. And I, I call it a gimmick, but I don't mean it like that. It's just yeah, like a super yeah. creative, scary way to do things. So that was really genius, I think. I think my hot take, I think they're more pissed that three years later, Jurassic Park is such a huge success. Do you I, think this movie's on par with Jurassic Park? I don't think this movie is that much worse than Jurassic Park. Like, I, I, I think- That's a bold- I know. I know, but I don't do think- you, uh, Do you at home agree? Do you agree? No one's gonna agree. <laughs> Who agrees? Don't fuck up my focus. Uh, they're not gonna agree because people really love Jurassic Park. People adore and Jurassic I, Park. And I really like Jurassic Park. It's a great time. It's a great, the way we talk about Tremors. It's a great <laughs> popcorn. Yeah, 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 Don't think about it too much because yeah. Jurassic Park, yeah, yeah, they're getting mad. Uh, <laughs> I can, there's so, the yeah. views are dropping. Jurassic Park has a lot of issues. Like if you really go back and watch, there's some like glaring, like, okay, that doesn't make sense. Okay, that's kind of stupid. It's wonderfully fun. Mm -hmm. And there are some iconic moments. Yes. But to me, Tremors does m most of, if not all, the same things correct that Jurassic Park does. So to, to me, they're not as far as I bet some people probably think. Like Tremors is this kind of beloved cult classic over the course of years, decades. Jurassic Park is one of the most monumental successes that came out in the early 90s, changed the way we looked at special effects. Like, everyone loves it. They're not that far apart. That's, that's my hot take. I, I, I'm coming around a little bit based on what you're, what you're saying, because as I was watching the movie, I was also thinking, like, it's a fun, kind of smaller scale movie. Yeah. You know, they, they, they found a way to, you know, close the roads and the telephones, like, very convenient, but still, Hey, we're trapped in this little. Th you can buy it, and you can just you can just you just go along. Again, it does a good job of making me go along with it. Yeah, it's a it's just a small scale story. So, but it, and in essence, it is very similar and as, as as a stripped down version of Jurassic Park. So, is the difference the spectacle and the effects? Because at that time, that was a big deal. Making those dinosaurs come to life at that time was revelatory. Yes, yes, that is a major difference, and also like. And we would be remiss to not probably acknowledge that Steven Spielberg is probably a better director than Ron Underwood. No disrespect to Ron How Underwood. How dare you? Who does Ron a great Underwood job? He does a great job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, there's, I mean so there's a lot there of are things that are there. better. I'm trying to bail, not bail you out. I'm trying to. No, I, I see your think, point. Yeah, 
I'm not sitting here being like Tremors is better than Jurassic Park publicly. It's how I feel inside. But uh, <laughs> but I just I just you know I think Jurassic Park is like what Tremors could slash should have been. Like it's weird that Tremors wasn't more successful than it was. But I'm saying if you just stripple, if you took the dinosaurs uh, and the effects and how that was made and just stripped that stuff away, strip away a little bit of the sizzle, mm -hmm. is it closer to, that's what I'm trying to, mm -hmm. is that the, the biggest gap of success? I think that's a huge part of it. I also think the other thing that Jurassic Park had going for it was that people know dinosaurs and people love dinosaurs. I mean, it's, it's a dinosaur. I mean, people do And love so dinosaurs. to watch a movie for really the first time with like great effects of these these creatures that you know and that everyone has some connection yeah, with, yeah, yeah. like come alive, like because what a fear, what a childhood wonderful thrilling fear that the dinosaurs yeah. that you learn about are alive and attacking humans. Like that 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 yeah. couldn't be beat. So did Spielberg ever see this movie and just you just think he just ripped it off? A hundred percent. Steven Spielberg hack ripped off the goat Ron Underwood. Printed TikTok. <laughs> we out here. <laughs> what other nitpicks? What other nitpicks you got, you son of a bitch? Son of a bitch. Not necessarily a nitpick. Uh, one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Not in totality, but like moments of performance. Are you gonna say Melvin? No. Uh, the kid. The basketball. He is tough. He's tough. Boy, did I want him to die. Yeah, I know. I'm really disappointed in <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, like, I want that kid to get eaten. Uh, no, when they're all, I, I forget the character's name, but they're all uh, reacting, I forget even to what. I feel like, like where this is going. Yes. 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 This and is one of mine, too. And weird neighbor was like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like he's never been happy before. The guy that gets eaten in the tire? Yes. Where he's that, like, all right. Oh, yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Like, that's. When I was just watching it again, Monique was like. <laughs> it was the it was the worst thing, because it, it, I don't think, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Like, I don't think that was an ins, like a joke. No, I don't it, think it's played for laughs. I don't think that's like his character. I think that guy just doesn't know how to control his body or understand that no, emotion. It's a symptom of a larger problem because that's a theme throughout the film is that almost every character celebrating is like so over the top. <laughs> yes! Yes! Like when they when they when they get the But that's not even over the top. Like no, that's it not is. over it's, the it's, top. No, it is. It's just it's some guy that's just maxed out. Like where the director is just like, just be as happy as you've ever been. He's more, like, ah. more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when they get on the dozer at the end and they pick up the trailer and maybe like people are jumping in or something and they like they're happy and then and and Finn Carter, the the Rhonda, the the, the girl, yeah. jumps down and she's like gets in the cab with with Kevin Bacon and she oh, and she's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's so yeah. much. I do remember that part too. Yeah, 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 and it's like, and then I so I, after this like pattern of happening, and it's like, oh, every time somebody like gets excited in this movie, yeah. it's like bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, they, like that, it's like aliens <laughs> pretending to be humans. Yeah. So that was one of my nitpicks too. Yeah, that that guy. That I was like, this is the like the worst acting I've ever Way seen. Way to go, dude. Way to go, dude. Yeah, it's rough. Oh, what are you doing? Yeah. It's the. That's funny. You covered all my nitpicks too, so we said similar ones. Great. Yeah, look at us. Yeah. Sharing tastes. It's the first time for everything. Well, and, and probably just in passing here, mention the fact that this film has spawned 
six sequels. Is I it believe. six? I believe it's six additional films. So there's this, seven total. There's seven total. Yeah, I knew there was. It was up there. And the the second the the, the original sequel, Aftershocks, is the only one I've seen. And I when I was a kid, I didn't hate it. You know, like I didn't. I knew it wasn't great, but uh, has Fred Ward coming back and Michael Gross. Um, and the the tremors evolve so that they can there's like little versions that can walk that almost look like little little mini raptors with those beak faces yeah and that's all i really remember about it like i remember it's like corny and and then i was reading about all these uh sequels and was really interested to see that aftershocks that's that first sequel was actually pretty well regarded like com- like to comparatively there were several reviewers calling it probably the best direct to video sequel ever made like that's high praise that's that's kind of high praise you know like it's setting the bar really yeah, well yeah but it's like eh, that, that, so that was cool and then i read all the plots of like the additional ones and i was just oh my god yeah. but what i thought was really interesting was the third one the third film in the series the second sequel i think it's called back to perfection and that's the title that's the title and it's michael gross moving back to the town perfection and most of the other characters from the first one return. So Melvin, same actor, grown up. Uh, Miguel, the Mexican dude. The mom and the little girl. The little girl all grown up. up, Yeah, Yeah. fresh off of Jurassic Park. Oh, that's the Jurassic Park that's the Yeah, that's the the little girl from Jurassic Park. Interesting. The hacker. I'm not a computer nerd. I prefer to be called a hacker. She knows which one's better. She came back for the, you know. (laughs) I guess she came back for the Lost World for a cameo too. Damn it. but then, like, I read they killed McGill, so I was pissed about that. They ate McGill. And then, but I also read in the third one, it introduces a third strain of evolution, which are called ass blasters. Ass blasters? Because they can fly based on their flatulence. Okay. So it's like... So we're at Sharknado. So we've dropped... We're we've at Sharknado completely. version now. <laughs> and then, so I really was like, oh my God. And like, the name thank is God. Ass Blasters. Yeah, because like Gross, that character Bert, calls him that. He names all these. And then in the future one, there's a queen. He calls it the queen bitch. So then you like read through all these. And it's just, oh my God. Like I, I would have not made it to past Ass Blasters. If I had ever watched the third yeah. one. So I'm happy to just not... To just ignore. I, I wish. I wish I was uh, on the writing team. <laughs> just like imagine being in that room. Oh no! Just like, you what do we? That, yeah. What do we call? What do we call these people? Uh, uh, <laughs> butt blogs. What would, <laughs> yeah. What would be really cool? <laughs> ass, but in all seriousness, th- this is the kind of film that I wish I could, like, I, that I had the access to the rights. Like, just let me take a shot at a script for the sequel now. Oh, sure. Because I read, and I had no idea about this, which I thought was really interesting. In 2018, they shot a pilot for a series, a Tremors series, starring Kevin Bacon. No Returning shit. to the role, which I never thought he would have done. Yeah. And then no one picked it up. What? Yeah. With all the horse shit that's yes. out there that this doesn't... That's what I read. With Ke- Kevin Bacon attacked. Like, Kevin Bacon agreeing to do it to me is, like, the yeah. thing that you're like, fuck it. And apparently he says now, like, I want to do another film. Let's do a theatrical Tremors again. Wow. And, like, that, like, I'm just, like, chomping at the bit. Yeah, like, please. Put, just give me a shot. Yeah. Like, I'd write the script just without the shot, but then well, you're wasting all this time. I got too many things to do. Like, I just don't... Like, it's just such a bummer. It's like Turtles or it's like Beverly Hills Cop. Like these things I really loved as a kid. Like, let me write that uh, yeah, next yeah. version. Did you write for Beverly Hills Cop 4? That was the first script I ever wrote. But this one that's coming out? <laughs> no. You're not part of it? No. Oh. They've probably lifted, I assume, some of my lines from previous <laughs> scripts, urban comedies that I've written. I have a lot floating around out there. When I was upstate, I read books. Yeah. 
Nigga, I got my education together. I talked to the Lord. Jesus. Oh, we have to talk about the greatest, I've said this before in a past episode, I think, the greatest camera reveal of all time. That scene is, is so funny. incredible. It is very funny. That it scene is, is it's, incredible. It's really funny. It's not, do you think it's supposed to be played for laughs? Should we tell people what we're, what the... Yes, of course. The, the reveal of the, the tremor crashing into Bert Gummer and uh, his, I forget her first name, Reba. Reba. Uh, <laughs> into their basement where they're down there, which is just a great scene from start to finish, where, where it, it slowly pans back, they're like shooting, and then it slowly pans back to reveal this wall, this armory. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> and what I love about this movie is that like, it works. Like, <laughs> it, does. The, it does. Like, you know what? They have a shitload of guns yeah. and it works. And they just keep getting stronger and stronger until he breaks out an elephant gun. And you're just like, oh yeah. Sometimes yeah. the simplest solution works. Is, yeah. Well, they, but to that, to your point, to, 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 to how we got here and why that pan works is because of the legwork it does, the film does before yes. it to develop those characters. Yes. And it's bit by bit and you really learn the, uh, uh, why, why it's important to these characters to, to have this underground bunker and they're preparing for World War III. And yeah. like, this, it's not just a, a cheap gag or it's yeah. like, where are all these fucking guns coming yeah, from? Yeah. Or an excuse for violence. Yeah. It's who these people are. Yeah. And we've developed that for an hour. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, exactly. That's why I can buy that. Yeah. And it's, 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 it goes from like, oh man, cool, that's how it's received versus like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like, oh, where do these, where these, these guns? fucking yeah, guns yeah. come from? Yeah, yeah. Why do they just have this? That boy is that convenient. It's not convenient because of the legwork that they, yeah, like yeah. that's the difference. It's the natural progression of their characters Correct. that you learn that. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. But I wonder if there's like, is that, a, is that meant to be a joke? Do you think, do you think that's- I think in that moment it is supposed humorous. to be like, it's yeah, very, no, it's supposed to be both. It's supposed to be cool. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> that's yes. what it is. It does hit like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, man. they're about to do this. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it pays it off. Like, yeah. again, it pays it off. And it's also this great example of, like, an ensemble of characters coming together that all have kind of different strengths. Yeah. And you always love that. It's almost like that heist film. Like, got to get the team back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that guy's the brain. That guy's the brawn. That guy's the this. That guy's the bomb specialist. Like, and you have kind of have a smaller version of that with all of these characters, which yeah. I think is really valuable. Agreed. Um, I'll also just say, like, we can kind of close maybe on like the, the, the kind of horror aspects of it we should touch on. Like, I think it's genuinely, it does a really excellent job. It's the second thing it does so well of straddling the line of being really funny in a lot of parts and also like scary and kind scary. of disturbing. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite shots to that end, which I read afterwards was just an accident. They had to at a necessity, which is another great example of like, the Jaws thing, where it's like, they were gonna show the shark throughout the whole movie, but they couldn't afford it. And it's like, oh, he's a genius. He's a know? genius. <laughs> but the shot of when it sucks down the, the station wagon of the the doctor and his wife, yep. which is a horribly sad scene. As I get older, I really yeah, feel for people. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't enjoy watching people die yeah. anymore. That scene in particular Yeah, we're like, these sad. fucking poor people. Yeah. Like, it's it's just, it just really, like, hurts me. Yeah. I've become very soft in my older age. Uh, but that shot, because then as she gets sucked under, and then it cuts to just this wide shot of the night sky with the two, yeah, yeah, with the and then one of them kind of fades away, and then the other one kind of fades away. Like, that's beautiful. Yeah. And I guess they only did that because they had this whole 
they wanted to show the whole car getting sucked under and, and, and the it. mechanisms got gummed up or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like that's happy accident. I think there are not, like I think there are a handful of good shots. Yeah. I, I think they're like when well, good shots, memorable shots. Yeah. Uh, I really like the the POV of the bug or whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck it's called. Graboid. The gra <laughs> snakeoid. I like snakeoid. We're gonna be sorry. Don't give it a name. The, the the that POV that they they didn't overuse it. I think they used it enough. I think they waited at the right time to introduce it. And then I liked how it evolved because then you saw it go underground. I yeah. thought that was really nice. Yeah. That that shot, that sort of poetic shot, uh, metaphorical shot with the two lights of the car blinking out. There was a really, the, 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 again, I think it was silly what was happening, but the shot of the three of them pole vaulting at yeah. the same time, timed out perfectly. Like, there was some really nice complimentary shots to, to add to the art of yeah. this film. Again, I sound like I'm putting this film on such a pedestal, but. Comparatively. But there are really <laughs> just like effort and nice attempts. Yeah. <laughs> like an attempt, a clear attempt to make a quality film and I respect it for it. It's all very competent. Yeah. And again, that, all, that we've said that before in other movies and it sounds like an insult, like, oh, it's competent. It's not, it's, it's, yeah. everything is very competent. There are no like huge misses, which in this kind of film you would almost kind of expect. Where a lot of reviewers at the time that enjoyed it said like, uh, this is really, it's like a B movie done perfectly. Yeah. Like it's the best version of those kind of B monster movies. Yeah. You go, you have a great time, you're scared. You, and then you, you leave happy. And then you leave like, happy. Everyone's right. fucking yeah, great. Win. That's a great time. Yeah, yeah. Do we, the, 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 the last thing, do we need to, should we address the robes at all or? I think they understand. <laughs>